All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Confessions of a Keyboardist. I'm your host, Amy Frederick, and I'm here today with Jarvis Sims. Welcome, Jarvis. Nice to be here. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm excited. I'm thrilled that you're here. Oh, thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. We have plenty to talk about, but um, wow, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> you're a phenomenal Hammond organist. Oh, thank you. For thank starters. you so much. Thank you. Yes, you really are. Um, I, I got to hear you. I got to come be a guest at your church. I guess that was before, was it before Christmas or was it after Christmas? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember, but thanks for coming. <laughs> thanks for having me. I loved it. Um, your church is very welcoming, and oh, it was you. it was awesome. Yeah, you you do a really great job playing there. Yeah, and my mom, you know, that was her visit to name it love. So people be love, uh, and my dad, you know, love when they came by. So I'm glad you felt the love and the warmth of our church. Definitely did. You, it's called Love Cathedral, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys gave me a gift, and like it was just wonderful. It was. I love that blue cup. I actually love to drink my morning tea out of that blue cup. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was wonderful. And um, you you play a lot. You had a guy. There was a gentleman who was playing uh, keyboards with you. Yes. And then there was another a kid, a young boy, who was also uh, playing some keyboards that morning okay probably that was part of my dad on the keys is that right okay mm-hmm. i didn't know that yes uh-huh my dad taught me how to play when i was very young around about 14 and uh he seen i was picking up chords on the organ and he was like uh uh he showed me some chords then he wanted me to start playing at the beginning of the service then he was like uh i want you to play to the middle of the service i was actually a drummer so, uh, really, yeah, uh huh. So, a drum was like that was your first choice, or that's what they wanted you to play, or oh, uh, well, from what I hear, people said I was playing drums when I was like two years old, so oh, uh, wow. so uh, was playing drums for the church, you know, growing up, and then about uh, 14 or 15, my dad started showing me chords on on the organ. Then he wanted me to play for the again on the service, and he said, Hey, I want you to play for the middle of the service. Then he wanted me to play for the whole service. <laughs> so that was my uh, beginnings of being an organist. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you sit on the bench and watch him? Is that how you pick it up? or? Um, <laughs> uh, not necessarily. Uh, I was, uh, I think my dad used to have tent revivals and stuff. And I, I think I remember uh, it was one tent revival. And uh, he started showing me some chords on the organ. And uh, through the years, I just, uh, when I heard a good organist, I would go ask him, I was like, hey, how you do this? And, and how do you play this? And uh, this guy named Ernest Howard, I was like, hey, how you play in different keys? Which one is your favorite key? He was like, well, you shouldn't have a favorite key. So he showed me um, how he learned how to play in uh, different keys. So he showed me the half-step method. So whatever you can play in one key, just move it up a half step. Now you're playing in the next key. And uh, so then I just went home, sat home, and played everything I knew in every key. So eventually I could play in, in all my keys. So. Oh, wow. And that was such great advice, too, for him to say that. Mm-hmm. You know, you shouldn't have a favorite key. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, grow up and play in all of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was, it was wonderful advice. Mm-hmm. Did that intimidate you? Like, scare you to death at the no. time? Nah, uh, it didn't scare me to death. Now, my dad, he grew up playing in 
the key of B flat. He could play in other keys if he sat down and practiced the song of that key. But uh, for the most part, he played in B flat. So he showed me how to play in B flat. Uh, but okay. he showed me how to pick up music by ear. So he'll sit me down at the piano. He'll play something. Then he'll tell me to get on the piano player. He'll like, you're almost there. Then uh, play there. From there, you know, he'll teach me how to pick up music by ear. Then I just started going on my own, listening to the music and picking oh, wow. up the chords. Wow. Uh, so you're ear trained. Yeah. You mm-hmm. you teach yourself by listening. Yeah. Uh, later on, I took uh, piano classes and uh, to learn how to read piano music in high school. I think I took piano my freshman year and my senior year. Then when I got to college, I actually majored in human performance sports science. But I had a lot of lectures classes to take, so I decided to take music classes. So I took a full year of music, and I took uh, more piano classes and learned how to read music and uh, learned the proper way to run the major scales in every key. And, um, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. That's very helpful. Incredibly yeah, it was, helpful. it was really helpful. So, where'd you go to high school? I went to high school at Hunters Lane High School. Well, and so Hunters Lane teaches offers piano lessons, piano uh, class. In nineteen ninety four, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about now. So yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I graduated in ninety eight. So uh, my four years there, they taught piano. I don't know if they teach it now, but yeah. Okay. That's that was quite a gift though, really, honestly, to yeah. <laughs> for a high school to t- to offer piano class. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was I'm not sure everybody does. No, I don't. I don't think so. Uh-uh, Who no. was your teacher? Do you remember? Um, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't remember my teachers. Now I wish I would took all four years, but I went to two years. Well, or, yeah, or maybe two semesters, something like that. When you're taking a class like that in high school, and you were already playing for church at that point, I'm going to guess. Yeah, 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 I was. <laughs> yeah. If I had been your teacher, I think, you know, part of me would have been intimidated or, um, I don't know, just like, I would, I think, that might, that might not be the right word now, but, you know, if I was a young person, I think I would have been, but um, I think I would have been trying my best to figure out how in the world to help you because, you know, Gospel chords are complicated. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're very they're very complicated. Um, my freshman year, I don't think uh, I don't think my teacher knew quite how good I was. I didn't really play a lot, you know, my freshman year. So I was just kind of. I think one of the kids heard me play. He was like, "You must play in church." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." Uh-huh. So. Now my senior actually I didn't I didn't do that well in piano my senior I don't know because I was senior and I'd have to go to school and I'd have to be in class but I actually I think I might have made an F in piano my senior uh, and uh, I don't know uh, so I don't know what what happened but I was the best piano player in the class <laughs> but uh, then well there's a gap. Yeah, between uh, the uh, the traditional note reading kind of type of lesson, yeah. and the ear trained musician, yeah, there's yeah. a big. It can be a large gap, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, it is. Uh huh. <laughs> and then when I got to uh, college, I told uh, my my piano teacher because I wasn't a music major, so um, I had to ask the piano teacher, "Could I take piano lessons?" Then I told her the story about you know me making an F in piano. And then, uh, <laughs> then I played for her. She was like, "Wow, you're you're good." And then I started taking piano lessons from her. Uh, 
Then all the piano teachers was like, we can't wait to hear you play. <laughs> she was like, that's, that's an awesome story, you know, going from, you know, making an F to, you know, being this great piano player. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, thanks. Uh, so, but Where'd you go to college? Tennessee State University. Okay. I might know your teacher. Who, who was your teacher um, there? Was it Dr. Vicki King? When I was there, it was Dr. Perky. Dr. Perky, who's that? Um... I don't know if I know. I'm not sure I know. Is it was it a is it a woman? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I knew her. Yeah, uh, Dr. Perky and Miss Gafford was there. I don't know her either. I thought I would know these people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And so they did they like teach you classical music or what? How did they, they teach you? They taught you scales. Um. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Perky. She taught me scales. Uh, she taught me. Uh, my friend was taking piano lessons, and. Uh, he was playing these fast runs and stuff. I was like, show me how to do that, man. He showed me how to do it. And he said, uh, he took piano from Dr. Perky. He told Dr. Perky he wanted to play fast music. <laughs> so I told Dr. Perky I want to play fast music so I can learn how to do those fast, you know, licks and runs and stuff. So Yeah. Um, but uh, she taught me how to play, uh, um, uh, I think, more of... Uh, Finger dexterity stuff, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, and so she taught me, you know, how to run my, uh, you know. I kind of knew, you know, from pe- taking piano lessons earlier, kind of how to run the major scale. But then she showed me how to run the major scale all the way up the piano and all the way down. <laughs> so okay. So I hadn't quite learned that yet, so. Four octaves, probably. Yeah. uh-huh. Okay. So just more, uh, like drills, drilling in, um. Uh, yeah, she showed me, um, so we had to do the piano jury. I had to, um, play, play all my scales, and, uh, then, uh, we had to, uh, play, uh, uh, some sheet music that we, uh, learned. So, uh, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, uh, classical. Uh, I don't, I can't really say how she decided which music she wanted me to learn, but, uh, it was all really good music. Awesome. Um, well, let's go. Let's go back. To, if, okay. So you sure. said you were playing drums since you were about two years old. Yeah. Did you have like your family were they musical? You said your dad is he's a piano player. And yeah, yeah. Um, do you have a piano in the house? Yeah, I had a piano in the house similar to this one. Uh, okay. And uh, uh, my dad uh, he played the uh, um, organ. Uh, um, I guess they were going the church he grew up where uh, he was kind of minister and they I guess was going through different organs so he wanted to um, play uh, for the church and you know uh, make sure the music was right at his church um, I think it was my uncle's church Lewis Caldwell so my dad learned how to play the organ he learned from this great organist named Calvin Settles he's uh, uh, in the Nashville area he's phenomenal uh, and um, so uh, uh, my dad grew up in a musical family. Um, uh, his sisters sung, and um, my dad uh, learned how to. Um, he played in the tissue marching band. He played the euphonium and trumpet. And um, he always talked about he was a musically trained musician because he played with TSU's aristocratic band. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah. And then uh, 
Uh, my dad trained the choirs growing up, so uh, uh, my dad uh, played and sing, and my mom sings, and my brother, uh, he grew up playing the drums and the trumpet. He said he can't sing, but he can sing. <laughs> he, yeah, he can really sing, and my sister <laughs> sings, and my youngest brother plays the drums, so we're all musically inclined. Oh, my goodness. Did y'all have, like, did you put together bands? As go like when you're growing up, play songs together and stuff. Uh, well, we uh, me and my brother, we played for the church. We were the band for the church for many, many years. We still the band right now. Your older brother, <laughs> my youngest brother. Oh, your youngest brother. So my youngest brother plays the drums, and I'm on the organ. I didn't know that was your younger brother on drums. That Sunday uh, I was there. My did he have dreads? Yeah. Yeah, that's how. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Um, I knew I met your sister. But I didn't, well, maybe I just don't remember that that was your brother. Wow. So y'all have played, you can, you probably couldn't even say how many hours you guys have played together. Many hours. Wow. Yeah. So there's yeah. three boys and one girl? Three boys and one girl. Yeah. So uh, you know, my dad had his 70th birthday and I talked about, you know, uh, basically how I learned how to play was the many hours playing on Sunday morning, you know, three or four services and then they'll have tent revivals, three-week tent revivals, and uh, shut-ins Friday night, Saturday night, choir rehearsal on Thursday, and, uh, uh, you know. Wow. Yeah, different weekday uh, weekday services. So, yeah, we, we, we played many hours together. It's been a blessing. Yeah, so, I would say you know, so. Yeah, it's a blessing, you know, to be able to play music that blesses other people's souls and uh, they're uplifted, you know, from, you know, your playing. So. Yes. Do you remember one of the first songs that you learned? Um, um yeah. Can I? Absolutely. Oh, sure. Let me get this. I've got a little tool here for my little short kids. <laughs> yeah. So, one of the first songs that I remember my dad showing me, he was, uh, there's a cultic hymn called Yes, Lord. Probably for you to say for yeah, sure. Yeah, but, but that's that's one. Yeah, that's like one of the first songs I've learned to play. Then, then uh, he showed me some more. Yes, I mean, I guess what I'm saying is, that's a really funny way to put it, but like each time you play it, do you find yourself throwing in something just a little bit slightly different or a little bit harder? Or oh, I, over the years, <laughs> I've, uh, uh, like, I've, I've, I've been able to, you know, take that and, you know, and, you know, a lot of different stuff. So I think my dad told me... 
You know, because we're this is like an old timey radio show, but I mean, uh-huh. I am smiling so big, I could just like my face could crack right now. Okay. <laughs> because yeah, I just love that so much. Yeah. Um, your ear. So so this type of music, your ears keep opening up. Yeah, it does. Uh-huh. Are they, are yours still opening? Yeah, yeah. I I still constantly work on. I was working on ear training today. Um, cause um the organ that I grew up listening to, it seemed like whatever they thought of, they could play. So. That's uh, been my own going goal is like whatever, you know, whatever I can think of, I can just play it on the piano. You know, this guy named um, Derek Jackson was a phenomenal organist. Uh, so I was talking to him about, you know, music questions and stuff. And he was like, uh, listen to Phineas Newborn Jr. And uh, they said Phineas was a piano player that could, whatever he thought of, could, yeah. He could play it. Uh, Derek Jackson, he's the same way. Like, whatever he thinks of, he can play it. So. Um, you know, you don't think of things either <laughs> until you listen to things. Yeah, yeah. Maybe sometimes. Like, so it's, it's, such, a, it's such a backwards and forwards process. Mm-hmm. If you can't, you won't think of it if, you, if it's not in your ear somehow. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who do you listen to? Do you like to listen to other players? Yeah, I like to listen to uh, Derrick Jackson and um, Phineas and Art Tatum. And, Art Tatum. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And um, a lot of jazz players and, uh, and uh, um, uh, Corey Henry. He's a phenomenal organist. I love Corey Henry. I saw him recently at the Basement East. Yeah, yeah. A couple Corey. months ago. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Uh yeah, I just uh like to uh listen to uh uh different uh you know, different genres of music, uh gospel, R and B and um so I like to learn the different genres, reggae, uh country, pop. So um, I try to not lim- limit myself to the to like one set of set of music. So I like to you know listen to a uh, wide range of music. Yes. Yeah, classical. Uh, uh, so um, Derek Jackson, he told me to uh, listen to orchestral music. It's a uh, um, uh, so that's something I'm. Um, Starting. It's not my favorite, but <laughs> 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 but um, 
But uh, he said a lot of uh, different uh, chords that he picked up as come from listening to orchestral music. So I'm trying to get into listening to orchestral music. Oh, so, interesting. Uh, I'm trying to think who he might be talking about. You know, that would probably have to be, if he's a gospel player, it's got to be some 20th century stuff. Maybe. Probably so. But you know, voice leading, you know, just basically how chords progress comes from, you know, Bach and yeah. Beethoven and all those guys. I mean, it's it's still the same sort of stuff, but jazz just adds yeah. more notes to each chord, uh-huh. basically extensions. Yeah, it does. Well, yeah. Interesting. I never would have expected you to say, listen to orchestral music. It's, I mean, I, I love it, actually. Yeah. Uh, it makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah it makes plenty of sense. Mm-hmm. I was working on, um, I just want to praise you the other day for, I, I've been playing for a church in town a couple uh-huh. of Sundays. That's the one, yes. Okay, I'm just going to turn the recorder off now and go practice. (laughs) 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 I've got lots of work to do uh, to be that comfortable with that song. That's awesome. Um, If you were going to, like, you know, does it matter how many substitutions you do? Like, do you ever try to do it exactly like off the record? Or do you... Do you are you at the point now where you can uh, you you elaborate on it pretty quickly? Um, my dad uh, he taught me to learning like the record first, so he was real uh, he's real adamant about learning off the record. So, um, so I tried to learning like the record first, and then I tried to uh, once I'm learning like the record. Then uh, it kind of starts getting boring. So <laughs> then I start to figure out, hey, what can I do to add some spice to this song? So I don't know if you know. Uh, uh, Is it a country song? Now I'm like, you know, what can I do to, uh, they don't go on. 
I'm thinking Camel Look at that major seventh in it. You know, so instead of going bop, 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 go. Okay, so it's sort of a process of exploration. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I think of, you know, um, they say you can substitute the two for the four. So instead of going to the four, go to the two. I do that a lot. Um, that's about another one. What song is that? How come you don't take me downtown? Uh-huh. So then I'm like, it's only going to the tune. So um, they said, uh, so, so they said like, if it changes the notes, you know, maybe one or two of notes, you can use that as a substitution. So. Sometimes, you know, we play the downtown and the guitar players like, y'all would never hear this version <laughs> nowhere because uh, we, you know, we like to improvise while we on stage. So instead mm-hmm. of, that's all the song we go to. So I told the bass player, I'm like, hey, go to the six. Her mom was my English teacher at Hunters Lane High School, and she grew up at a church that my aunties and cousins uh, went to. So her dad is a performer downtown uh, named Daryl Van Leer. He has the Daryl Van Leer Band, oh, okay. and he plays a lot of tunes like Little Richard and uh, uh, Stevie Wonder, uh, but he kind of puts on the... So if he performed with Ray Charles, he'll put on his sunglasses like he's blind and he played the Ray Charles. Uh, <laughs> a real song. showman. Yeah. Sounds like. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so uh, Carmen's like, hey, my dad lets me perform um, during his shows. Could you come play for me? So I started playing for Carmen. Then the next thing you know, uh, I called a few of my friends. Uh, she wanted to put a band together. So... Um, we uh, put a band, band together, so right now I'm just called Carmen, and uh, cool. Yeah. Uh, Where do you guys play, and uh, how often? A lot of times we've been playing a lot of time at Snitch Downtown and Alley Taps. So um, right now uh, they said January is kind of like January, February, kind of like the slow months. So, but uh, they said we'll probably start picking up here pretty soon, playing uh, downtown a whole lot more. So, but. Uh, last year we played downtown at Snitch maybe like once a week. Uh-huh. I've got to come check you out. Um, definitely. Do you play outside? Uh, we play inside. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so right there at Prentice Alley. Um, Snitch is Prentice um, Alley. Okay. one side and Alley Taps is on the other side. Okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Alley Taps. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow, that sounds fun. I've got to come check you guys out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have fun. I love it when a band elaborates on tunes a little bit. Yeah, and puts yeah. their own spice on it. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, it's fun, yeah. Uh, then it gives you something new and refreshing from, you know, what you've been used to hearing. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
then uh, you're more than welcome to sit in with us uh, when you come. Oh, goodness. Yeah. I, I would. Um, do you have an organ down there? Do you take your own setup? Um, I take my uh, Motif, uh, well, Mo XF61. So I bring that keyboard down. Yeah, I, I got to play that keyboard um, on the last Soul Vibes. Mm-hmm. You, thank, I'm still really thankful to you. You brought your setup and. Oh, I'm thankful for uh, helping all the other keyboard players with this. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm supposed to be uh, helping the keyboards. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, anytime, yeah, I, I enjoy playing down in Soul Vibe. I guess we should talk about Soul Vibes a little bit. Um, for, for people that don't know, um, it's a monthly event. Well, there's not one this month because we couldn't get a, a date booked at Analog. We've moved. Our new home is Analog okay. in the Hutton Hotel. We were mm-hmm. at B, the B.B. King's basement for a, a good solid year, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then um, we've moved to um, Analog, which is a really nice room. And um, it's a monthly celebration of soul music. And... Um, that's how I met you, I think. Yeah. Was it yeah. Soul Vibes? Soul Vibes. Mm-hmm. Now I'm trying to think which tune you played or how I met you or when I first talked to you. It's probably been several months. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. Oh, I know which one it was. We were at Analog. Um, I'm trying to think what show that was. But I think I, I actually asked you, are you an organist? Because I knew you were. Yeah. I could <laughs> tell <laughs> by the way you played. And uh, you said, yeah. And I said, you played a church? And you were like, yeah, I do. And, I just, and then I was just like, oh, my gosh, can you, will you be on the podcast? <laughs> but um, we, yeah, we do a lot of different shows. Um, the last one we did was Rufus and Shaka Khan. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Themed. And mm-hmm. it was a, oh, man, man, the keyboard parts were incredible. Yeah, they were. Um, mm-hmm. Some really great stuff to get to play. Yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, I played uh, Sweet Thing by Shaka Khan. And they uh, did a reggae feel to it. So that was uh, that was pretty fun learning, um, and uh, I forgot which one else. Um, you told me that was one you wanted to hear me play, okay. um, Walking in the Sun. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's got a really cool piano part at the beginning. Yeah, all, yeah. all the way through it, really. Mm-hmm. I played strings on it, so I knew because I was listening to it a lot as I was learning that strings part. Yeah, and I knew you were going to play on it. So. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I think we were talking about playing in every key earlier, but somebody put the keyboard on transpose, <laughs> and everybody looked at me and was like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of playing, learning to play in every key, um, <laughs> yeah, the bass player finally turned around to you and said, it's on transpose. Yeah. Yeah, he could tell what was going on. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. You know, you you when you're playing live, you can't. Sometimes, you know, there's just train wrecks. Yeah. You can't control. <laughs> what did you do? Like when you first started playing in church, were you scared? Um, no, I was scared cuz that's the church I grew up in. So, maybe if it was a church I didn't grow up in, uh, then I'd be scared. Um, but I've I've had moments where my friends they uh they uh, nudged me on to go down there and play in these big old conferences where they had you know two hundred two hundred fifty people there and they're like go down there on Oregon play go play go play <laughs> then I go play then they sing a song I can't catch I'm like 
Uh-oh. <laughs> then one guy, he came to me after the service. He's like, how old are you? Then I lied about my age. I was like, uh, I think I might have said I was 15. I was really like 17. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You're cracking me up. <laughs> yeah. See, that is one thing that really amazes me. So I started playing for an African-American church. Um, and it must have been, I guess, about 2013 or 2014. And I played for them for five years. No, it was probably 2012. Anyway, and, and you know, that I was amazed. I got to hear a lot of really great keyboards uh, mm-hmm. over those years. I mean, yeah. we would go to other people's churches and, like, trade off. And, mm-hmm. you know, we would have three or four songs prepared. They had a really big choir at this church where I played. Wow. So they were incredible. Yeah, I believe it. And I could lean on them a lot. Mm-hmm. Because they were just loud, and you know they led the music. I mean, yeah. the song leaders were good, and they mm-hmm. directed as well. We had a full, a four-piece band that played with them, and um, actually, all of us were white. Oh wow! And doing the best we could to keep up. I mean, mm-hmm. and all of us feeling great respect for yeah. gospel musicians. Mm-hmm. You know, so doing the best we could. But but anyway, I heard great keyboardists, and um, yeah, and that, you know we'd go to other churches and stuff, and these guys would get up. And I say, guys, I only once heard a woman do it. It's mostly all men that I saw in the gospel music tradition. Um, I saw one woman one time, heard of her, and she was great. Yeah. But, you know, th- these guys would get up and um, just play any song in any key that you was asked of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is mind-blowing to me. It's yeah. so, I'm, yeah. I'm so jealous of y'all. <laughs> and I'm jealous of your ears and your comfort level. Uh, your, you know, your harmonic development. Yeah. Now, a great woman that's a great, phenomenal organist, Twinkie Clark. She's, she, I listen to her. She's amazing. Uh, her sisters were uh, the phenomenal uh, Clark sisters. And uh, her mom was Manny Moss Clark. So her mom was like the national music director for the Church of God in Christ. And um, then she... Uh, uh, I helped train Twinkie to play the organ, and Twinkie just traveled with her everywhere she went uh, with the Church of God in Christ. And um, then the phenomenal Clark sisters uh, had um, a gospel group, and they won, you know, Grammy. And uh, Twinkie was responsible for training her sisters and um, uh, playing the organ. Uh, so, yeah, she. Uh, she wrote, what was that song? Uh, you Brought the Sunshine. So uh, I think that was a song that they didn't even want to play that on the uh, gospel radio station because they said it had a reggae beat to it. And uh, they was like, no, we're not going to play this song. But somebody picked the song out and said, we're going to play it on the R&B station. So they played it on, on the R&B station and it became a hit. And after was a hit on R&B station, they started <laughs> 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 right because yeah. it, it's caught on so much. Yeah. What, uh-huh. Was that the same time as like maybe Kirk Franklin was having uh, his? They were before Kirk Franklin. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So you brought the sunshine. You made my day. Yeah, so 
those are basics of the song. So, yeah, those are, those are hits for the Clark sisters. When you have a song that, that comes out like that and you learn it for your church, do you play it a whole bunch of times? Um... You know why I'm asking you? I need to just be fair with you and just tell you why I'm asking. Because I'm just like, I'm wanting some, I'm wanting you to say to me, like, oh yeah, we play it a whole bunch. And that's how I got so good at that. (laughs) But, you know, it probably isn't that way. um, Probably. uh, I think it's because I grew up in the style of music and more... Just kind of like second nature to me. Now, uh, yes. if I was uh, studying a classical piece, then I might have to play that a whole lot more than uh, than I played uh, gospel music. But, you know, gospel music kind of like second nature. So, yes. um, once I learn the song, uh, I'm pretty much... Uh, but there are some songs that they have a lot of different licks and stuff. And I, I got to keep listening to it and keep playing it. Mm-hmm. Until I get all the different links that they put in there, but right, the stuff that comes out now it seems a lot more complicated than the stuff of twenty years ago, even. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In some ways, and yeah. well, it depends. If it's praise songs, it's really simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Um, uh, Kiera Sheard, uh, she came out with like a Caribbean song. I can't remember uh, what's the name of Salute. Oh, it had so many licks in there. <laughs> you know, some of my friends are like, I'm not learning all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Just asking too much. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, do you practice every day, or do you? Uh, <laughs> I'm not I, trying to get you to tell on yourself, but no, when, when I was younger. Uh, Practice it. I didn't. I don't think I've I've ever really just practiced every day, but um, I'm trying to get to the point where I practice uh, more. But no, I don't practice. I don't really practice every day. Just, um, but I'm trying to practice a whole lot more so I can uh, get better. You know, keep getting better at playing. But no, I don't practice every day. But I'm trying. I'm working. <laughs> well, in your in your head, when you're like thinking, of, like okay, let's like the song you just played. Mm-hmm. Are you thinking to yourself the, like the baseline? The baseline. Um, when I first started playing, um, I would just listen to whatever note I could hear. Okay. Uh, then, that's um, good. My friend um, Cedric uh, Brayton, he was telling me to listen to the baseline. So I kind of like started listening more to the baseline, but then I took music theory. Then I started trying to see, say the baseline. Um, you know, they say the one chord is major, two is minor, three is minor, four is major, five is major, six is minor, seven is diminished, and one is made back to one again. So now if I'm on a two on the baseline, now I'm like, well, it probably is a minor chord. But I think that that kind of got me out of really listening to the chord. So now I'm trying to go back to where I was originally taught, just really just listen to whatever note uh, that I can hear. But once you get the bass line and the melody, you 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 in the ballpark of playing a song. But uh, but it's really good to be able to hear all the notes, even the notes that are in the middle. So. Uh, uh, one of the songs that I learned was, um, what song was it? Uh, For Every Mountain. Uh, I really listened to the bottom notes, to the top notes and everything. And uh, now I don't, I don't play it. 
how uh, how I how how I really learned it, but I know the basics of it. Huh? singing so you're I, that's helping you isn't it sort of a guide in some way helps you uh, hear what's happening somewhat um well my uh auntie she played in the church and she was like well uh you should you should learn how to sing so uh singing <laughs> uh think singing helps to uh helps you get more melodies in your head and the music kind of um, learn different intervals and have, uh, you know, I think learning how to sing can help you practice when you don't have a piano with you. So you can uh, yes. learn different melodies and harmonies from singing. And uh, so, like today, I use the Perfect Ear app. Uh, and uh, so, in the Perfect Ear app, uh, I hear it, then I sing it, and I pick it pick out on the piano and play it and uh just because it, it it takes you through music is built off of intervals so you know you have a minor second then all these you know all these chords are basically built off of intervals you know a major chord is basically built off of a major and then a minor then a seventh is built off of a uh major minor then a major then within that chord you have a major third, a major perfect fifth, and uh, a major seventh. So uh, then, then on those, then on the major seventh chord is in twelve different keys. So then um, learn learning your different intervals and uh, learning. Learning what they sound up, learning what they sound going down, uh, learning your minor seconds, uh, learning your major second, uh, learning all your different intervals and learning all your different chords. So it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm loving that you're saying that though, because my students need to hear that sort of thing. I mean, we work we work on intervals from the time that they're just little bitty. You know, I had yeah. a four year old here this afternoon. Yeah. And he's working on major seconds, you yeah. know, because uh-huh. that's your first five notes, you know, with that one little half step in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we work on intervals all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Joshua, that's, I can drill Joshua. We'll be riding in the car. I'm like, what's the perfect fifth above C? What's the perfect fifth below C? What's the perfect fifth above B flat? You know, then I, I have them spell it correctly, you know. Uh uh, what's a perfect uh, fifth above B, F? Uh, not quite F, because, you know, you have seven half steps, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So from B to F is not seven half steps. Now B to F sharp is seven half steps. So uh, have them uh, 
uh, work on his intervals, you know, and learn how to spell them correctly. And um, then, uh, then I would uh, sit Joshua down and be like, "Hey, Joshua, uh, uh, learn uh, learn this song." Then I go back and listen to it, and I was like, uh, "He kind of missed his chord right here." But then after that, he just took off. <laughs> <laughs> now, Joshua is this kid that was actually at your church the day I was yeah, there. Yeah. Um, he, uh, what is he, 15, 16, 17? I think he's 16 now. 16, mm-hmm. okay. And are you his teacher? Yeah, yeah. I started him off when he was, uh, I don't know, maybe about six, seven years ago. Uh, I don't know how, how long ago. Because my friend asked me, he was like, hey, I want to come play the uh, organ at my church. So I talked to my mom. My mom was like, uh, the Lord told me to tell you to train up Joshua to play in case you leave. Uh, so I started picking up Joshua and bringing him over to the church and uh, train him. And uh, so so I, I believe in prayer, so I prayed over him and uh, then... Uh, so started training him. I would uh give him him books. Uh, and this is all the stuff. A lot of stuff I've learned over the years. Um, that I I'm teaching them. Uh, because when I was in taking music class at Tennessee State University, we had to compose songs and stuff. Then I would uh be up all night with this guy. I can't remember his name, but we called him the Bishop of Theory because he was great <laughs> at theory. So I'm in his room all night long composing his music. Uh, I think we had to compose the Star Spangled Banner. And uh, so, and uh, he told me, he said, take a hymn book and uh, write out the chorus to him. Uh, so, and so I, I taught Joshua how to, you know, so if the chorus in the key of C, you have to. C chord all the way up, and I would have him uh, read the music in the hymn book and write the one chord, the five chord, the two chord. So, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So it's net, it's a combination of Nashville number system. Mm-hmm. Um, do you read number charts if somebody yeah gives I can read it to you? Yeah, <laughs> so because it makes a lot of sense to you. Obviously, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he wrote out he so he's reading bass clef and treble clef. Reading yeah, those he, notes. Yeah, he can. Mm-hmm. And then writing in, like figuring out what those chords are. Yeah. James uh-huh. Taylor, you know, the um, the singer-songwriter, rock mm-hmm. and roll guitar player, mm-hmm. he says that the hymnal taught him everything. Wow. That he knows. Wow. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> I know, I just love that. that <laughs> and um, there's a, so he's got a new interview on Audible right now, and I listened to it last week. And they there's a section of him playing on guitar, a, a chorale. A hymn, mm-hmm. you know, which I would think would be kind of hard to do on guitar. Easier for us, in a way. Because mm-hmm. I, I would think the fretboard, you know, would not be friendly, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he said the same thing. He learned um, everything he knows from hymns. Oh, wow. That's what he said. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're a good learning tool for, you know, just um, you know, just going through and writing out the chords, you know, getting the idea of... Uh, uh, you know, learning your chord. This is one chord. This is five chord. This is the two chord. What's a really good hymn that like? Um, what's one of your favorite hymns to teach? Do you have one? Um, <laughs> have you taught more kids than Joshua, or is he your? Are you his main? He's your only mentor, mentee. Uh, no, nah, <laughs> um, I'm teaching this one uh, girl named Reagan. I was, I was going to. Uh, she she had. Uh, she was. 
scheduled for piano lesson yesterday, but um, her mom said uh, she got busy with her parents. I was going to ask her mom, you know, to bring her on to the podcast today so she can sit there and listen. Oh, but, wow. Uh, Very cool. That's awesome. See, see, I love that about you. I think um, you have the heart of a teacher also. I sense that in you. Yeah. That kid is doing really well. There's something going on that's going that's that's going the right direction for him. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. You're doing some some serious good work with him. Thank you. (laughs) It's very obvious. Um, now, uh, and uh, interesting. (laughs) I'm not really a big uh. Uh, I guess favorite of him, but Twinkie Clark, who I said was a phenomenal organist. Yeah, I said uh, Twinkie. I like because uh, she came down to the church and played at uh, this church called Living Word, and uh, I just sat there next to watch her play. I was like, <laughs> uh, so I, I asked her for advice. I'm like, I can't let this, you know, great, you know. Uh, leave out the building, you know, great organist, leave out the building, you know, without asking for advice. And she was like, uh, work on your hymns. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You expected some kind of grand statement or something? (laughs) It's so basic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, hymns in the church I grew up in, that was a Presbyterian denomination. You know, we did a lot of the, um, I was in Kentucky. I grew up in Kentucky. So we did a lot of like the country western type gospel, mm-hmm. um, um, sort of bluegrass infused. Um, and then later on, I started playing more stiff. That's a hard word to use, but like the really high church kinds of hymns that were like Martin uh-huh. Luther hymns, you know, mm-hmm. um, that have really seriously big chord changes and like yeah, they're they're really hard. I was playing pipe organ and uh-huh. using the pedals and you know it was, it was intense. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you find like what what hymns do you do you, do you suggest all hymns or which hymns uh, are, I don't, I don't are appropriate? Uh, a lot of times I like to play. Uh, um, I like to play the most popular stuff that are out because that's what people like to hear. Uh, Can you name a few? Would you mind? Um, like when I'm in church, I play. Favorite. I love that hymn also. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Usually it's in the office. Were you? Oh, uh, you were A in flat. A flat. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And I know in the um, hymnals I grew up in, it was in, usually in the key of F. Uh, isn't that weird, the stuff you remember? Like, I re- remember that, you know? Yeah, I don't know yeah. why I remember that. Uh-huh. But, and that's another thing. Keys, um, what key you choose? Um, um, right now, uh, in church, uh, I've been playing in the key of A lately. Because uh, I remember I was playing. I'm like, feel like I was fumbling a little bit. So, uh, right now, I've been practicing in the key of A. So, um uh in my church i like i like the um, i guess uh my parents they let they let me be free and playing and uh my mom said give me that eye but like hey get back to playing <laughs> <laughs> so so that you know that was training for me to keep playing and get, keep getting better so uh so in my church i could play as much as i want to and uh, pick whatever key, uh, and it's not necessarily, uh, you know, we're going to open with this song, close, then we're going to play this song, we're going to play this song, but it's more of, uh, you know, uh, I've been trying to, uh, you know, stay on top of, you know, having a set song list we're going to do when we get to church, but but the rest of the time, I can play whatever I want and, you know, make up as many chords as I want. Yes. And, uh, so... Uh, so, uh, lately I've been playing in the key of A, so just <laughs> playing what, you know, any song I know, you know, mm-hmm. I play it in the key of A and, you know, and, um, just keep getting better in the key of A. So, but, uh, so that's kind of, uh, I just pick, pick any random key and just play there and try to get as great as I can play in those keys. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned um, at the beginning that you said your dad at first wanted you to play the beginning of the service, and mm-hmm. then he was like the middle, and then he was mm-hmm. like the end. So is that because the mi- the beginning is the easiest part? Was there a re- um, a reason for that, or uh, probably uh, because I knew uh, this in the Church of God in Christ there were certain songs that uh, churches changed over the years, but uh, in the Church of God in Christ that Eulah started off with. My soul, yeah, yes, Lord, my soul. just I know I'm but I'm just so I I cannot say how much I am comforted by songs like that I'm glad like seriously I know it's it's um the words are very repetitive you know and everything mm-hmm. and it's just it's just saying one basic thing but it's dressed up in all these wonderful <laughs> cushions of, of chords you know and uh everybody sings it's a it's a powerful experience yeah, yeah, to experience yeah. that mm-hmm. with people um what was what was the word there? My soul loves Jesus, uh-huh. and that's yeah, it. That's it. That's the whole song. That's basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, you would think that that's very simple. Yeah. Not uh, simple at all. Yeah. You, <laughs> 
wonderful. Yeah. So that's how the church would start. The service would start uh, like that. And it brings yeah. everybody together. Yeah, and then they can you say yeah? That's so wonderful. So, um, so those are the songs you kind of knew early on. And then, okay, so what I'm asking is, okay, so let's talk about a, a, a typical service. So, like the middle of the service, would uh-huh. that be, um, would that be accompanying the pastor's sermon, uh, or would then, that be toward the end? Uh, um, I guess then they had a, a testimony service. So then, uh, then we went to can't nobody. Do like Jesus, can't nobody. Do like Lord, can't nobody. Do like Jesus, can't nobody. Oh, can't nobody. Do like Jesus, can't nobody. Do like And so the musicians are having like a ball, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. And the church is getting, everybody's getting very happy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And excited. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. It's uh, it's fun, yeah, but it's yeah. also it's meaningful. It's, yeah, it's meaningful. It's mm-hmm. I I will I'll be um uh, to me like the praise element of you know some of the African American churches I've been to in the last five or six mm-hmm. years. Nobody praises better. It's and. I've, it's you know it's sort of given me a more deep understanding that uh-huh. when you're praise praising you you cannot be down. Yeah, it yeah. lifts you, you know, yeah, and it yeah. it uh, lifts the nose of that airplane up. Mm-hmm. Your trajectory of your life yeah. is going to look uh, up. Yeah. So, if, um, so the so but then the church kind of shifted. Uh, people getting up and testifying because I guess they felt a lot of people started getting up and testifying. You know, kind of. Exaggerate their testimony, so right. So they uh, kind of took testimony service out. Then now more, uh, you know, uh, kind of open up with a song, prayer, scripture, the praise team sing songs. Uh, uh, so praise team is like a choir, basically. Yeah. Okay. You know how great, how much, how great. Or sing different songs. Uh, but with uh, they kind of cut out the testimony, then uh, then the next is offering time. Okay, mm-hmm. and offerings are kind of upbeat, and um, for the most part, depends on which service you go to. Okay, uh, you might. Uh, well, the churches I've played for, they want something upbeat mm-hmm. for offering. Uh, you might have some. Uh, you know, when they uh, rate, I've seen they raise an offering. And they're playing, they're playing a slow song. Um, you know, everybody is in the spirit and, uh, you know, they keep the atmosphere of a slow song. But uh, I guess the rule of thumb, most of the time, uh, it's an upbeat song. Okay. Uh, I like to play. Okay. How bless the Lord. 
little bit faster than that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you're going to the end of the service? Mm-hmm. And so did that involve, was your dad the pastor when you were yeah. growing up? Yeah, my dad was the pastor. But he's mm-hmm. not now. Yeah, uh, he retired last year, the year before last. Oh, wow. Wow. Could have been a year before last. And uh, yeah, the year before last. And uh, my brother uh, took over the church. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, so did your dad want you to accompany him, and did he teach you how to do that? Uh, I think that's just something I kind of picked up uh, kind of on my own. Yeah, you know, when when they get ready to close, uh, uh, they have, like, different, uh, uh, you know, the preacher said, and... You know, the the pastor at the church where I played, he was most often in, well, he was in A-flat sometimes, but he would most often be in G-flat. Like, oh. that's where his natural voice, uh-huh. and da-da, da-da-da, you know, it was always yeah. on G-flat, pretty uh-huh. much, when he would start, he would actually, you know, start singing some words. I mean, it was, oh, wow. he was sending it home, uh-huh. that message, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so, uh... Yeah. So, uh, you know, basically the three chord, uh, not the three chord, it's really the one chord with the three in the bass. To the four, uh, down there, I would say. Yes. Tyrus Sass, you know Tyrus? Mm-hmm. He kind of taught, he helped me learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. He sort of taught me some some cool stuff to to do. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't feel, I mean, I, that was really scary to me the first time I did that. Oh, wow. It's, it was uh, a really, you know, big task. Um, but I really wanted to do it. And they, yeah, you know, yeah. they asked me to do it. They, and it, oh, yeah. it felt good. I felt like yeah. I was really helping. Uh, uh, tritones. I didn't know they used to call it the devil's chord <laughs> until I take a piano. She's like, yeah, you know they used to be devil's chord. I'm like, we play these in church all the time. Yeah, because so, right. yeah, it was basic, they didn't like the sound of it, but now everybody used the tritone. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. So there's a combination. You can do a lot of different things with that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's say, um, let's say one of my students really wants to study with you. What would you do with um a, with a student that really wants to learn how to play for church? Um. Would like just like kind of like what you did with Joshua? Like you start him out with hymns. Um. How do I actually start off Joshua? <laughs> Um, I can't. I can't exactly remember. I made um probably whatever uh, was on my heart to teach them that day. Uh, that's what we worked on. So okay. Um, so I, different songs. Just um, learn how to play a song. Uh, yeah. I've, uh, I would. I have a jazz Facebook at the house. I would. Uh, so he can learn how to read chords and stuff. I would have him. Uh, Working in the jazz fake book, learning how to read chord charts, uh, uh, learning how, uh, how to uh, 
write out the numbers in the hymn book, uh, what the hymn is going, uh, uh, learn uh, the intervals, um, listening to the music, uh, and uh, being able to transcribe the music just by hearing it, and uh, then uh, learn uh, teaching them how to spell the chords correctly, spell the scales correctly, you know, um, uh, what's the C scale, what's the C sharp scale, C sharp, D sharp, E sharp, F sharp, G sharp, uh, the, uh, well, A sharp, B sharp. So, uh, uh, learning how to, uh, you know, uh, spell the intervals correctly, you know, what's a minor third above C, uh, you know, count C, D, E. Well, we know E is the third. So is it E major, is it E, e natural, E sharp, or E, e flat? Um, a minor third is one, two, three, three intervals above C. So it'll be uh, E flat. So work with them learning how to uh, spell the intervals correctly and um, just uh, um, learning different things, you know. Um, so uh, so that's that's way I taught Joshua, you know, just... Uh, Try to give him my, I guess, wide range of music to uh, to learn and play. So, I was at um, the Nam show a couple of years ago, and there was a guy playing a bunch of uh, gospel stuff on a piano, just out in the middle of you know the, when you walk through. And I I stopped and talked to him for a little while, and he said that um, he also like would suggest like find a riff in a song. It doesn't even have to be the whole song, but like find a riff that's real important in that song and then learn it in every key. Just yeah. drill yourself. Yeah, yeah, been able to learn it every key. And that's that's another thing I work with Joshua. There's a song called All Twelve Keys. You will know how to play. <laughs> oh, that's great. Every, yeah. So who who's that by? How can I find that? Uh it's by Ricky Dillon. God's will is what I want. Okay. God's will is what I want. Okay. I'm you know what? I am gonna do that. I, you know, when I finish that task, I'm coming to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. And I'm going to tell you I did it. <laughs> I love that. That's so great. It's yeah. great. It's like, it's kind of like Giant Steps, Coltrane, uh, a little bit. It sort of yeah. reminds me a little bit. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Where it's like going through that circle, you know. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah. I totally uh-huh. think that is so, I, that makes so much sense that that's yeah. how you would do it. Yeah. Mm. I'm very inspired. That's so I'm great. Glad. <laughs> what did you start in anyway? You start, like uh, G or it starts in F- A flat. A flat, okay. And the song just keep going up. Yeah, you yeah. don't go up through all all keys, but uh, I think it goes up through like ten of them. But uh, oh, seriously? Yeah. So it just it modulates in. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you are kidding. Uh-huh. Oh wow! Yeah. So wow! What a oh my goodness! Okay. I thought you were just saying use it as an exercise, but no. no that's a song that just keeps going up. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I use it as an exercise because it takes you through all the keys. But it's yeah. actually, it's actually a song. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's so cool. I yeah. love that. You know, and when you've got those really simple songs like that, then you know your congregation's going to be uh, singing it and singing it well. Yeah, yeah. And you're challenged to mm-hmm. because you can do, you yeah, can change yeah. keys. Yeah, it makes t- total sense. Yeah, I'm I'm stunned by the um, harmonic dexterity of gospel musicians, gospel keyboardists. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a, a tape with uh, Corey Henry, and uh, you know he talks about gospel music. It kind of like incorporates 
all the different genres of music. You know, you can put blues in there. You can put reggae. You can put all the different styles of music and gospel music. Um, yes. So, and uh, and it just helps uh, add flavor to the music that you're playing. And it's, it's just wonderful. Yeah. What do you think of, do you ever get on, like, YouTube and check out tutorials? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Are um, they helpful to you? Or do you? Does anybody ever, like, play something really wrong? And you're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, once I learn a song, then I go see somebody who playing the tutorial. I'm like, that's not how I go. But <laughs> but uh, sometimes the chords that they playing wrong, oh, I'm like, I kind of like that, you know. So we play a song called Sunday Morning. taking solos so some stuff I learned off of YouTube this guy was uh, uh, showing what R. Tatum did he was like R. Tatum do this lick so so when I get my solo Um, all of a sudden, like a massive lick explosion uh-huh. out of nowhere. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, <laughs> just uh-huh. crazy stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, and then uh, one time I was playing a song and there was a piano playing the building because I was doing. But it's in the key of C, so all of it works. So yeah, uh, um, that's how I grew up was uh, playing. Um, people just start getting up and singing, just sing whatever. Yes. And we gotta sit there and figure it out. Yes. <laughs> right down the spot. So that yeah, that that happens. Uh, I knew the song. Uh, My soul is anchored, and we would always do it in the key of G. I think. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. That's the intro. He actually modulates on that intro. Um, I can't remember what key the song is in, but it's not in an easy key. Uh, uh, I think it's in G. I'm not sure. I think it may have started that way, but... Yeah. Um, then this guy, he's a guest minister at the church, and he, he sang it in the key that was the farthest away from where we played it. Like I'm talking like a tritone away. Wow. Probably. And it, yeah, it was really difficult for me to... And I, you know, and I hate to admit that, but um, maybe I can fix it with your "God's Will" song. Yeah, yeah, just you know? uh, yeah, just whatever song. <laughs> uh, just take take any song. All your I would suggest take all your favorite songs. Some people say, in order to play in all keys, take three songs, but I don't. It's not that easy. Just take uh, all your favorite songs and just play them in every key. Then the more you do that, the more you can play. You'll be able to play in every key. So. Just take all your favorite songs and just, you know, play them in every key and um, then just keep doing Like, I just, I used to sit down and just, all the chords I knew, uh, I did 
now take it up. you learn take all these songs and play them in every key you have so many chords um, interesting and a lot of times when I when I sit down and play and you know I want to impress my friends I just play the same thing in 50 minutes and, and all the different keys I go <laughs> First started learning two two five ones. That's the standard jazz progression, you know. Uh-huh. The um, and learned that in every key, and mm-hmm. that was life changing. I mean, yeah, so yeah. this is just another, um, just getting deeper. Yeah. Just going uh-huh. deeper. Yeah. I, I was watching the tutorial. Uh, somebody was playing, so she's doing uh, two five ones, going whole steps. If you really fall in love with it, yeah, yeah. it's really nice. Um, yeah, um, so, and you can choose one note in the chord and sing just where yeah, it goes. And uh, there was this tutorial. This guy, he was he was uh, uh, doing fourth, and I I seen it on YouTube, but I can't find it no I can't find it no more. But it was it was cool. He he said he used to do this exercise just for. Uh, Yeah. Just being able to know where the fourth is really, really quickly. That's a good idea. <laughs> uh, he had another one on there. He was like, uh, and uh, so, and I wish I could, I wish I could find. I don't, I don't know if they took it down, but I can't find a video. But uh, I thought it was so cool. That is really neat. That way, you can just go there automatically. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah. That's smart. Uh, so, so much of that pra- practicing improv, you know, yeah, yeah. is hard work. I mean, you, it yeah, looks yeah. like you're just doing it off the top of your head, but you've yeah, really yeah. done yeah. your uh, homework to be able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then it just, it just makes, it makes the music just a, a whole lot more interesting, you know. And, uh, and uh, growing up in church, that's what I heard, you know, musicians just sitting up there just playing off the top of their head and just coming up with these cool uh, improvisations. And then you ask them, hey, how do you do that? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs> 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 they yeah. can't remember because they're just so used to, you know, uh, yes. improvising all the time. And, right. Um, so, yeah. What, um, what, what's left for you that you would like to do? Is there, are, are, do you have a bucket list of things that you'd still like to, like people you'd like to play with or... Or songs you want to do, or I don't, I don't even know what it, what it would be. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a bucket list. Uh, the thing I just want to just keep keep getting better as a uh, as an organist, you know, and uh, and uh, be remembered as one of the great organists, you know. Uh, leave a legacy of being remembered remembered as one of the great organists while I'm here on earth, you know, and you know. So hopefully. Pray God lets me live a long time and <laughs> and uh, yeah, while I'm here on earth, you know, can uh, just bless all the musicians and uh, you know be able to uh, help others and you know be a blessing to others while I'm here and uh, I, so you know I don't I don't know uh, there's but you know that's that's my goal right now just being the uh, greatest you know piano musician that I can be and. Uh, Right now, you know, I'm I play other instruments like I'm taking bass lessons from Reggie Wooten and. Uh, Good grief! Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Why? Um. Okay. So why? And that's my first question. And number two, because you're a great organist, you are. And number two, like, what are you getting from that? What is that? Uh, I think it was. I seen all my friends. They started picking up other instruments. I'm like, y'all not gonna leave, <laughs> leave me behind. So. Okay. Uh, so I started picking up the guitar and. Uh, but then uh, I played uh, played a gig at a uh, Treveca with uh, a guy that played the drums with Reggie all the time, and I'm like, I like to learn to play bass lessons, uh, play the bass. And he was like, Why well, give you Reggie's number? And uh, he gave me uh, he gave me Reggie's number, and I called him. He was like, Come on, I teach you how to play. So uh, so that's how I I got hooked up playing with Reggie. I actually met Joseph. Uh, Probably before I met Reggie, he was over at NSA. I used to be a substitute teacher. And uh, Joseph gave me his number. He was like, hey, we can work out on the keys. Just give me a call. You know, I knew Joseph was this uh, big music. I was kind of nervous to call him. He was like, because I, I think Joseph just went into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And oh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know what I have to say to Joseph. <laughs> so, and so, but the moves, they're really nice people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joseph's always been really, so, well, he's really um, friendly. Yeah. Um, he always responds to the Soul Vibes text. You know, I've yeah. sent out monthly. Uh, yeah. If he can't do it, he lets me know. He's yeah. just a upright guy. Um, wow. So you, you take bass lessons with Reggie Wooten. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Does that change the way you hear music? Has it um, affected your... Uh, well, I think certain things that, uh, you know... We talk about, you know, having fun. Uh, Reggie, he likes to use 
he likes to relate the universe to um to music uh so uh his like uh fun is the key he relates funky to funky so he talks about having fun when you're playing funky fun is the key uh and uh so uh so you know that's what that's some some thing that I've taken from you know uh no, I I think I might be having fun now, but I can push my fun to another level. Mm-hmm. So, uh, oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, then um, I think uh, um, I think probably uh, you know been able to uh, I think uh, guitars you have to tune them, so you know probably. T- Help you to tune your ear mm, to mm-hmm. to hear the notes and stuff. Uh, I know. Uh, I played with a guy named Kurt, <laughs> and he was like uh, telling my friend Pedro. He was like, uh, "Sound like your intonation's a little bit off on you." <laughs> I think that's probably his million years of uh, tuning his guitar and uh, learning to hear the uh, the intonations of um, you know the uh, the notes that. Uh, the bass player was playing, and uh, yeah, and um, uh, and Pedro was like, probably so, you know, he was like, you know, probably, you know, uh, uh, probably when he played it, some of the strings might go out of tune a little bit, but uh, yeah, keyboard players, we don't think about that so much, yeah, yeah, uh, that's mm-hmm. interesting that you bring that up. Um, wow, yeah, so good for you for putting <laughs> yourself in that position, that's uh, that's a really good thing to do, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, uh, good to, uh, uh, be able to, uh, I guess, be able to relate to, uh, you know, uh, you know, and, uh, and it's, uh, something musical, you know, you can still do, you know, without, you know, uh, I think some, some, I hear piano players over the years, like, you know, they kind of burn out with playing, so, you know, Keep you around the music, you know. You can still, you know, pick up another instrument, you know, play that, and you know, that might give you a motivation back to uh, keep working on music and uh, keep getting better. Yes, totally. I can totally see that. Um, where where can people go hear you play? Um, uh, they can hear me play at my church, Love Cathedral, one thirty one Ben Allen Road, Nashville, Tennessee three seven two zero seven. Uh, what time does y'all service start? Is it eleven? Eleven fifteen. Okay. So yeah, they can hear me every Sunday, and um, then they can hear me at Soul Vibes whenever Soul Vibes. <laughs> uh, then uh, yes. So next Soul Vibes is March thirty first. Okay. I believe that's a Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. They haven't announced the um. The musical um, tribute this time, and I okay. I won't say because I'm not supposed to, but uh, okay. <laughs> but it's going to be um, a very big show. Oh, cool! An cool. incredible show, I think. Cool, cool. Yeah, very much looking forward to that. So, um, hope hope everybody will come out to that. Um, usually we raise money for something, uh, some a charity or you know, some someone. Um, it's usually like a five dollar cover, and there's good food there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's a nice atmosphere. The sound is wonderful. Lots of good keyboardists. Yeah, a lot of good <laughs> and, and musicians. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then maybe you'll be at, back at Snitch with... Um, yeah, Snitch, yeah. And um, probably Alley Taps. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, you have me playing down there. Mm-hmm. Well, um, is there anything else that we haven't covered that you'd like to talk about? I, I mean, you've it, man, all the playing you've done, I've, I really appreciate it. I love oh, it. And I'm, I've gotten to sit right here and watch, you know, the, your voicings and the way that you approach things. And so I feel like I had a free lesson today. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome. I'm <laughs> glad to be a blessing. That's wonderful. Uh, yeah, just uh, uh, have fun and, uh, you know, just keep uh, improvising and learning so much you can learn. Music never ends, you know. It's just always so much you can learn, you know. Once you learn one thing, uh, there's, you know, millions of things you can learn to uh, help uh, be a better musician and um, you know, just keep training your ear and uh, just learn everything. Read music and because it all helps. And uh, so, uh, yeah, just uh, you know, uh, keep practicing, get better, and you know. Uh, and uh, that's any other question you want to ask me? <laughs> well said. No, I think that my students. You know, if I I try to. Uh, to get them to listen. Um, I've, I've got several right now that I think could be professional musicians. They're, they have mm-hmm. some interest. You know? They don't need to decide today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But um, And I, I think that that's very good advice for them, what you just said. So. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and music comes in handy a whole lot when uh, you, uh, you, you had the last time somebody called you be like, Hey, uh, I need a, a piano player tonight. Yes, <laughs> I'll be right there. So music, uh, uh, you know, has always kept money in my pocket. So that's another incentive, you know, to playing music. It's one thing that will definitely keep money in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you're as good as you are. <laughs> no. But yeah, it's we live in. A, we're lucky to be in this town. Yeah. Uh, did you grow up in Nashville? Born yeah. in Nashville? Yeah, born and raised in Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a good town for musicians. Yeah, yeah. I love it yeah, here. Yeah. I've been here since ninety three. So Oh uh, yeah yeah, Nashville yes, yes, it's a great place to uh, to live and uh um, you know, and uh, you know, they I think Ray Nashville is like one of the best places to retire, you know. Interesting. I don't like saying that because I don't like. <laughs> don't even, don't, don't, the whole universe come. <laughs> Lots of people are moving here. <laughs> yeah, it's very busy now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm glad people come here. You know, it's been a um, place for them to enjoy. So. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So. Uh, yeah, and music is just is something that, you know, you can do and, you know, you can just sit down and just have fun and, you know, it's soothing to yourself, not just to others, you know, just soothing to yourself just to play. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yes. uh, so, yes. yeah, so hopefully I bless someone with this a podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. And I'm so excited for it to come out. Um, It'll probably... Probably be a couple of weeks. Okay. But, cool. um, yeah, I'll let you know. And, uh, of course, I'll post it on Facebook and social media, Instagram. And um, we'll 
I'll get you to give me a picture <laughs> so everybody knows what you look like. <laughs> but because this is like an old timey radio show, you know. Oh, cool. cool but um, people cool. listen in their cars and when they're oh, working out, and I, you know, yeah, I love podcasts. Yeah, they're um, nice. I enjoy mm-hmm. listening to many of them. So, well, thank you so much, oh, Jarvis. Thank. Uh, I'll see you again soon, and okay, um, sure, sure. and I really appreciate you being here. Oh, anytime. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. So you can see that they gladly, I was glad when they said unto me, Let us go into the house of the Lord. For this house there is fullness of joy and life. Jesus in me. Jesus in me. Love the Jesus.